listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. Game on. Hello, welcome to hopefully, hopefully, really hopefully, the final game of Lost Mine of Fandelva. It has Yay. been a long slog. There are just a bunch of skeletons waiting to kill the party, but they don't stand much of a chance. And and that will pretty much be it. Um, Three hits tops each. Should, should we do introductions like we're supposed to? Hi, I'm Hal. I'm the Games Master. Lockhart. Hi, I'm Lockhart, and I play Roderick Hellbeater, the fighter. Thing. I'm Thing, playing uh, Thor Rumnaheim, the uh, dwarven cleric of Morden. Is it weird calling yourself Thing? Sometimes, but... It's yeah. weird, because I've always known you by that name. Anyway, Heather. Hi, my name is Heather. I play L.A. Thornvast. I am the wizard of the group. Lens. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. I can't remember what my name is. <laughs> <laughs> Marigold. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm fully with the program today, as you can tell. <laughs> I am fully with the program. What are you? Um, what am I? <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rogue. Of course you are. I'm Nick. 50. I have this stuff going on. Sure. Behold the mighty return of Guybrush Threequad, played by Nick T. Vegan. Unstoppable folk hero. And sexual deviant. No, just because, you know, just because my sexuality does not line up with your societal norms. <laughs> norms. Well, you're 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 a folk hero, meaning you're a hero of the people. So shouldn't your demons <laughs> line up? <laughs> right, the folk hero assassin. That's right. He's the folk hero who kills people quietly, and then he's like, ha ha. In, in fairness, a lot of folk heroes are probably assassins of a type. That's yeah. Like yeah, heroes. they've got to kill someone. You mean? Do yeah. Do we want to talk about what a bastard Davy Crockett was? <laughs> Nah. Or drunken Jim Bowie. <laughs> we have folk heroes. We have the hero we need, not the hero we want, right? Right. <laughs> no, I think it's the other way around, unfortunately. I, I think it's neither, really, but you it's know, quite, we got the hero yeah. we got. You, you've got the hero. That's right. You haven't got the hero you want. You haven't got the hero you need. You've got the hero you've got. No. We haven't got the hero we want. We haven't got the hero we need. We have the guy brush we have. That's right. Well, and aren't you a folk hero, too? I am a folk hero. He's not the hero we want or need. But he is a pretty sweet break dancer, <laughs> Roderick Hellbeater. Well, and he she, breaks stuff. That that would every, be fair. Every time he does his dodge, I just assume he's like break dancing. <laughs> it's like doing capoeira. <laughs> well, that's something for Pencil Monkey to do. Actually, to to be honest, to be to be honest, you haven't dodged all that much in the past few sessions. I, I was gonna say that that thing's kept me since the Goblin Cave. Well, I haven't, I haven't tried to fuck anything in a while. Oh, you, you have. I know, it's a nice change, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> okay, so as I understand it, you're about to fight some skeletons, having opened that there door. Yes. Uh, let me read you the room description again, so that you know where you are. Can't we just, like, stand there and walk back and forth by the door, like we're, you know, having controller problems? Having <laughs> controller problems. Like walking into the wall and stuff, you just can't get in. 
Exactly. <clears throat> Splintered stone benches and heaps of rubble from a partially collapsed ceiling fill this room. Amid sto ruined stone bunks, toppled weapon racks are the bones of several dwarves and orcs. As you kind of opened the door, they kind of gathered together into the form of what appears to be nine skeletons. Nine. We got some live ones over here. Hello, I mean, Ruby. we got some moving things over here. Sure, right. Okay, there's the turn order, people. Well, I think we actually need to roll initiatives. Yes, you do, because I just made it live. So remember, click your icon. Hey, look! Quick, quick question. Yes. Um. So we did a short rest, right? Yes. Yes. Did so as as we discovered, there's really not that much that changes for um party members, or, or sorry for rogues, I should say. But did I get a chance to, uh, did anyone roll for health increase or anything? I or? think we Not did at the time. I think you did, and you just did badly. Okay. I'll, I'm fine with that. I just, I, I wasn't here, so I don't know what happened. It's all right. Neither do we. Ooh, skellies are fast. Skellies are on 20, people. Uh, initiative. My initiative is... I have 17 for Thra. I have Hele on a 12. I have Marigold on a 20, Skelly's on a 20, and Roderick on a 14. We are awaiting the super fast Guybrush. Yeah, give me a second, because uh, I'm having to do this all by the sheet, because I don't know where my uh, original <laughs> character is. Let's oh, trust that sheet. I do regain it on a short rest. And 11 for Guybrush. Okay, let us just do that. Lens, what's your uh, dexterity, please? Plus 6. Uh, 18. You're first. Thank you. Mud Petal, there are, there are skeletons rising up in the room opposite where you are. I die of fright. You die of fright. Um, where am I? Hmm. How come them two are in the room already? They walked they... in, and you guys were searching the other room. Okay. You were quickly searching what was left, and they stumbled into a room full of nine skeletons. Okay, I will turn around and go and maybe stand about here. Do it. And whack at this one here. Okay, the one to the south by Roderick. Yes. And I will... Swing away. Hit him with my rapier or short sword, which was, whichever I've been using. You're using your rapier. That's your prize, does more damage. Plus it's a large, larger weapon. Oh, hello. 15 uh, is a hit on a skeleton, doing 6 piercing damage, plus a sneak attack of 9 if you wish to apply it. Yep. So that's a total of 15 damage. And my offhand rapier. The skeleton crumbles to dust as you dive into the room and slash it. Oh, magic dissipating really? into the air. They only have 13 hit points. I'm awesome. Why are we even waiting to do this battle, Hal? <laughs> I told you it wouldn't take that long. It was late. It was, uh, I'm, I'm it sorry, was late who, last time. Who was it that it fell asleep and forgot to come in gaming? <laughs> 
Because I don't think there was anybody that, that, in that, America. That is a pretty serious loss of nerd points, Loka. <laughs> so uh, your offhand strikes sick. the one to the right, and you stab at it, knocking some of the magical bits and bobs off, and is hurt. Good. Now I have my skelly wobbles, which unfortunately can only do this. They kind of all just kind of swarm forward in a swarmy fashion. Ah, skelly noise. <laughs> skelly noise. There we go. And let's do one on each of you, shall we? Anybody doing anything funky? I will apply my protection to Marigold. Okay, let's do the two of you first, then. Yay. Where are we? Short sword. Oh, they've got short bows. That's good. It means some of them can fire over their buddies. That's a good thing. Okay. Cover. <laughs> yes, cover. Uh, so, on Thing, uh, Thra, an 18. Yep. Roderick, a 15. Mm-mm. And on Marigold, a 5. And then let's have a bunch of archery, shall we? A bunch of archery. Let's do another... Does your disadvantage rule apply even to... No, it's, just, it's a one attack. Okay, gotcha. That's what I figured. Okay, uh, Thing... 16. Nope. Marigold, 6. Uh, Roderick, 15. And then I've got two more, which will do 1, 2, 3 from top to bottom. One on Roderick. One on Marigold. So, Marigold, 16. No. And Wadawick, 19. I don't believe so. Not with the cover. Or, not with cover if you're not, not with cover, no. Not with cover from his buddies. Okay, Thrar, it's you. There's undead. Use that clerical shit. Get them killed. Do them control them. Uh, no, I can't. Hmm. What is that cause you're is that cause you're lame? I can I can try and turn them, basically. Not very nice, Hal. Sorry. Are you going to do that? Uh no, because they're just gonna like Turn around for a minute if I do that. Even I'm just gonna hew one. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting for Halea to roll in with an area effect spell and kill everything because they're all clustered beautifully. Oh yeah, that'll be next. I don't know if she has a second level spell. Do you have a second level oh, spell left? Crap. Um, I have one second level spell. Yes. Do you have any scrolls of anything called? Fourteen hits. Uh, I don't have any spells left. Um, I have Shatter, I have Scorching Ray, I have Phantasmal Force in case I want to fake somebody out. Um, Magic Missile, that can go into four different directions, but that's it. Hmm. That's all I got. How many many first level spells do you have left? Uh, I have three first levels, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dang, which one are you attacking? One directly ahead of you? Yep. Ooh, I could do a thunder wave, maybe. In that case, he's dead. You brick him a twin, monopolizing on the damage already done by Marigold. Throw Roderick, it's you. I thought she killed the one in front of her. She did, and damaged the one in front of you. Oh, okay. She was like, Wah! I'm awesome, remember? Yeah, don't forget she's awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This shouldn't Uh... take long. Bringing out the Lightbringer. Ah! And doing an attack on the skeleton in front of Marigold. Hmm. Did that do a thing? 22, 22. will hit. That does 9 bludgeoning. 
plus. Oh, they're also vulnerable to bludgeoning. So that's going to be... What's that? Nine plus half again. So 13. Plus three. That right? 16. That will be dead then. Boom! Light bring a flash of light. Crumbles to bone. Doesn't it have extra radiant on top of that? The idea that was the D. That was the three. Yeah. Hello. Uh, okay. Do something I... awesome. There's only five, six, Hello. nine, six of them left. You, you... All right. I move into the room. So one, two, three, four, five spaces, or six. I don't want to step on marigold or anything. Where are you going? I'm here. Like, right in the middle of the room there. Okay. Combat mage. So, yeah, I'm stuck between Thunder Wave or Shatter. What should I do first? Well, Thunder Wave will just push him anyway, so that's not going to do much. So... It does damage, too, doesn't it? It does damage. It does damage. Mm. Thunder Wave, Thunder Wave does. Thunder Wave self, 15 foot cube. Wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature within a 15 foot cube originating from you must make a con saving throw or take 2d8 and be pushed 10 feet from you. Okay. The problem um, with that is, is it would hit all three of the people behind you as well. But she can remove them because it's evocation. She can remove two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Thunder, where is it? Only two? I think it's one plus the level of the spell. Yeah, right, let me look. Checking. Checking! Evocation. Oh, okay. um, well, since Guybrush isn't in the room, it's One plus spells level, you're correct. Okay, so I'm going to do Shatter instead. Shatter! Because that's that's my more widespreadness. Shatter. Uh, it's a loud ringing noise erupts. Each creature within a ten foot radius sphere, centered on that point, must make a con save or take three d eight thunder damage on a failed save. The creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage. A non-magical object worn, blah, 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 blah. Doing it? I'm doing it. Hopefully centered on the other side of them. What? Well, properly aimed, of course. Yeah. Well, and again, she can remove three of us out of it, so yeah. it shouldn't really be an issue. Well, she'd have to remove herself from this one, too. Even so, Thrower's in the corner by himself. So. Well, she, she can easily cast... It's... it's uh, it's a ten-foot radius sphere, so she can easily catch all of them without a problem. Yeah. Well, well, maybe not the one to the south of her. Unless she positions let's, it. Let's not hurt my friends here. Unless she positions it here, in which case she'll catch all except for this one? Well, why don't you just position on the one in front of her? Weren't we treating these as five-foot squares? Oh, yeah, you're right. That'll be fine. You're right. Send yes. it on that point in front of you. So, centering on the skeleton in front of me, I cast... The casting combat. I can't remember. Nope. I've, been re I've been reading Pathfinder nope. again, and I'm kind of confused. <laughs> Go for it. Boom, there's a thunder wave. 
You do not have to roll a d20, you just roll the damage. Okay. They need to make a save. What's the save? Save it to be hell, you were looking at... No, I put it you down. You were looking at this. Con, I think. No, no bonuses or whatever, right? Okay. Just 3d8. I got 13. It's a con save. They're actually not terrible at that. Be cunded and all. Okay, uh, let's start in the top left corner. Um, 17, 22, next line, wow. 6 fills, 10 probably fills, bottom line, mm -hmm. 10 fills, 17 probably passes. So, the, so yeah. the center 3 failed, the outer 3 succeeded. Damage? I think roll the it? DCs. Yeah, it was 13. 13. So 13 to the inner guys. We'll blow them apart. 1, 2, 3. And these guys are taking half, which is 6. Burn. Okay, I rolled it down to half. Awesome. And now Carter's going to take over for me. Well, so. Okay, good. Very good. Thank you. Have a good one, Heather. Bye. 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 Heather's heading to take someone somewhere. She might be back though, right? She may be, but uh, not before we kill yeah. these three skeletons. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Highbrush, it's you. There's only three skeletons left. Do I have to go all the way into the room before I can hit any of them? You probably get to shoot from them from the door behind Marigold. Right there. All right. Mm -hmm. As you're so marksman. Uh, can I hit any of them, or...? Yeah, any you like. Alright, I'll take aim at that... Come on! Right all that pent-up energy you've been away wiggling your penis. Woo! Woo -woo. 16! Hits. Damage. Yeah! Five uh, damage! Feel the power. Is that uh, is that what I'm rolling these days? 1d8 plus 4? Sounds about right. About right. It 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 bounces off its skull and does not kill it. Marigold, it's you. It can't at least get like lodged in one of its ribs or something. Maybe. No. Okay. It rattles uh, through its rib cage, uh, doing a little damage. Marigold, it's you. Uh, I know. I'm looking. Hang on. You were talking. Sorry. Um, super carrot sheets in the way. Um, get in there. I want to tumble somehow to here. Why there? So that I can flank and get this one and kill it dead. Flanking doesn't work here. You don't need yeah. to flank. Well, you need to be in combat with the same ones. Yeah. You could yeah. actually walk through Halea's square to here mm -hmm. and be in combat with all three of them. That sounds And two of them would be reckless. in combat with allies. And two of them would be in combat with allies, which would give you the ability to sneak attack them both. All right. I'll do that then. Which uh, one are you going for first? This one. The one to the north. <laughs> Boom. Nine piercing plus seven sneak attack is a big fat destructor hit. It explodes in a shards of bone and wisps of magic. Uh, then I will aim my offhand at the other one. Which one? There's two left. The one next to it. Okay. I might miss. Nine is a miss, unfortunately. Gosh. 
Anything else? No? No. no. Skelly Wobbles, I have one on Marigold, which is a clear shot. Uh, let's do that. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> and the other one is, is going to go for a disadvantage, I'm guessing, Halay. Yes. So. Seven. Misses. Okay. Skelly Wobbles suck. Thrar, it's you. Come on. Holy power, holy power. Ra ra ra. Hewing. You can do this, Thrar. Oh, yes, you can. 26 is a big fat hit. Wow. And, and everything just dies. It's gone. Poof. Crushed to dust by your enormous axe of enormousness. Must have been made of wood. Yeah, right. Something was made of wood. Roderick, it's you. Final one. All right. The last, the last kill of the game goes it's to the Cricks. It's a big it's hit. A crit. Like 16. No, 7 additional 5 damage on a crit? Jeez, yeah, you it's everything. Except for the close. damage. So that's 16 for the so, crit damage? Or do you roll the damage again? Uh, no, no, no. That, that, the macro automatically puts it in there. That crit oh, okay, is I got the you. So the, oh, you rolled, so that, you rolled the crit. I got you. So, 19, uh, 25 points of damage. Big flash of light, boom, it's gone. That's what you've been doing. You've been saving all of your damage and hitting for this one last thing. There's a little scream, and the whole place seems a, a much more pleasant place to live. So I crit and deliver the final blow to the adventure. Woo! We've defeated Fandelver. Woo! job to Lockhart. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Did I come back to fire one shitty arrow shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. <sighs> oh, god damn it. God damn it. God damn it. I'm going to roll on the random encounter table just for the choke. Uh, sure. Jesus. Oh, sure. Sure, let's do that. Okay, thing. Let's... <laughs> Shut oh, up. There we go. Hang on. Oh, come on. How bad a thing could be in here? If, if, you, if we'd known these things only had... Nothing good. They're like 14 hit points each. They're only skeletons. Oh, it's a rat. Finished it up in that last session. <laughs> I did try to tell you guys, but you were like, no. I was like, this is the last fight. You I were thought like, no. they would be tough like the zombies. No, skeletons aren't. They're, they have various immunities and stuff, and they're pretty quick, and they hit pretty well for a low level beastie, but they're not that great. Hmm. Every time we think it's going to be quick, though, we end up slogging forever. And... Yeah, that's true. This Had you true. actually said this is going to be quick, it was going to take forever. It was pretty late, though. We, 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 it was. The it last was session pretty did run pretty late. Yeah. So, um, as it says in the adventure, let us see. Let us see what it says. Uh, conclusion. With hard work and little luck, the adventurers have defeated the Black Spider and undone his destructive plots. Cleared Fandalva of the ruffians... <laughs> who threatened its people and reclaimed the lost mile mine of Wave Echo Cave. Their deeds will be long remembered in this corner of the Sword Coast. In years to come, the restored mines of Fandelva's Pact will bring great riches to Fandalin and help establish peace and prosperity in the area. None Gund of which we will benefit from. Gundren and Nundra Roxy take over administration of the new mine as vampires. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> For the adventurer's service to their family, they gladly award the party a 10% share of the mine's profits for doing Beach. all the work. Unfortunately, they're dead, so you guys kind of own it, so I guess you kind of 
have a better deal then? Unfortunately, they're yeah. dead, so we just get the full 100%. Well, I guess you need somebody to Never actually work the mine, or... not being miners and all, but I'm sure that Thra has some buddies that can come and do it. Mm. Pro- profit is the key word, Hal. Yeah, of not, course. Not all, not all revenue, but 100% of the profit. Well, well, yeah, I guess that's fair. You've got to pay them, but you're going to take the profit out of that. If the so, characters uh, want to remain in Phandalin and perhaps restore Trezendar's manor or establish homes of their own, the people of the area are glad to have them stay. Even if they choose to move on in search of new adventures, they'll always have a warm welcome in Phandalin. By the end of the adventure, the characters should be 5th level. If your players wish to continue playing their characters... No! Contents... Who was that? (gasps) ...can use the contents of this set to create your own adventures. The mysterious map found in the cave provides one possible adventure hook, but feel free to explore other ideas using the monsters, magic items, and locations in this adventure. If you want to create adventures for characters higher than 5th level, you'll need the basic rules online or the advanced rulebooks, the player's handbook, the dungeon master's guide, and the monster manual. We'll have to go take care of that Nothing. Wait, are we supposed to be... Are we all 5th level? No, we're 4th. Do, do we... We were still a fair bit away, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's designed for four players. Oh, really? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We're still way away. Yeah. Hello, Doc. Uh, And since we actually killed the dragon, I figured we'd be ahead of the game, but... Yeah, you did pretty well on my dragon. How much much stuff did we not do in this? You missed out most of a whole castle. I suppose there is that, but... You missed out most, most of... Okay, now 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 we're game out out of out of game. You missed basically the entirety of Cragmore Castle, which included here we go monster-wise some traps, some goblins, some more goblins, um, some hobgoblins, some more goblins, a fat goblin, a grick, um, a named goblin. I believe he killed that one. Um, some more goblins. Uh, hobgoblins, an owl bear, uh, a high-level bugbear which you killed, and that is it, pretty much. Oh, and then there's some hobgoblins and wolves in the camera. Wasn't that the one where we just walked right into the room? Walked in a door, walked in the back entrance, and we're like, bang, there we go. Yeah, and we uh, got that uh, girl that uh, Guybrush... uh, (laughs) Right, you did great with that one. She was so warm and inviting. You know what? Yes? Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, out of the magical items, I think you got pretty much all of them. There was some plus one armor, some plus one weapons, some boots of striding and springing, some gauntlets of ogre power, potions of flying, healing, invisibility, vitality, a ring of protection, some spell scrolls, the spider staff, the staff of defense, and the wand of magic missile. I think you had them all at that point. Oh, you missed the spider staff, because he ran off with it. Oh, we also didn't kill off that uh, red wizard of Thay. You didn't actually have to. No, but he was worth experience points. I think you got them, didn't you? I think you might have got them. But we didn't get all his loot. No, no, there's probably some stuff you didn't get off of him, but you got most of his things, because you did that job for him. The spider staff isn't bad. Um, it is a staff that is wielded as a court staff, dealing 1d6 extra poison damage on a hit when used to make a weapon attack. It has 10 charges that are used to fuel its spells, 
Uh, with the staff in hand, you can use it to cast uh, Spider Climb for one charge, Web for two charges, uh, and it regains its spells, uh, charges at the start of each day. Excuse me for one moment. Really? Just have to quickly put a niece to bed. Ah, he's putting a niece down. Yep. Giving them a shot. Giving them a cuddle. It's a mercy. He did it. It is a mercy. It's really weird what I can see from here, but Lindsay is on the right side of my screen from this point, and Nick is on the left, and it looks like they're kind of half of the step. What's Nick doing? What? What are you, what are you doing? You seem to be, like, mooning the sky and stroking your beard. That's all I do is stroke my beard. Are you watching the TV? No. What are you doing? Nothing. You were looking above your computer and doing something. None of your goddamn business, Hal. <laughs> it's just porn mirror. Somebody's wiggling something at him. It's probably a penis. Oh, yeah. I think he has a guest. He's in his DVD MA LQ GBT porn. You know, my... DVD my... MMA. <laughs> <laughs> That I might watch. Yeah. Just for the giggles. What's up, Nick? My guests are my business and nobody else's. I was just saying, you were definitely looking at something over your computer, that's all I'm saying. Whether or not I have a guest is my business. Actually, it's not when we're recording, because we're being transmitted to people that we're not aware of. So technically, it's a really fucking pissy thing to do. (laughs) Technically. Beat my guest. How's it a pissy thing to do? Have you got, he's got headphones in, because they can't hear you. Yeah. Unless he's got two sets plugged in. Mm. Hello, Nick's guest. Nope. <laughs> Hello, Nick's guest. I know I know certain a certain married couple that used to have a guest over all the time when they would game. That's true. That yes, be you. but we always made everybody else that was playing with yeah. us aware that you, there was somebody around listening to them. Prior disclosure, yeah. No one else. No one's in here listening. That's They're listening to your reaction to our abuse. Well, everyone knows about y'all abusing me. It's true. Oh, that's what it is. It's his. It's his uh, CPS coordinator. They've ah. come to record the abuse that we're doing to him. Yeah. Are we done, Hal? Show me on the doll, Nick. Show me on the doll. Um, what did we think of the adventure? Lins? Crap. Why? Boring, long, dull. It was only boring and long because you fucking dragged your heels all the way through it. You didn't say <laughs> but I gave my honest opinion of the adventure. No good bits? I can't really remember, to be honest. It's very generic. It is very generic, and that's what you'd expect from a pre-gen adventure. Well, especially at first... Level. Yeah, first, it's, I mean, it's, it's goblins and kobolds. That's your options, basically, at first level. Or skeletons and low-level undead. Yeah. Which is basically what you... You killed a dragon! Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Very, very exciting. What did you think of the system, as opposed to something like, say, Pathfinder? I can't even remember Pathfinder right now, to be honest. <laughs> All right, Thing, what about you? What did you think of the adventure? Um, I liked it. I think it... Maybe could have dealt with a little more structure for uh, for first-time players, just because you can just fart around and there doesn't seem to be any real pressure to go... 
think that's like a classic AD&D adventure, though, isn't it? You kind of give them the hook, and if they choose to bite it, that's fine. Well, and if they want to dick, you... if they want to dick around in town for twenty adventures, that's their choice. Well, it's that, or you know, the adventure starts when you enter the dungeon and you're freaking trapped there until you're, you know, out the other. Oh area. yeah, that's that's the old world's largest dungeon hook. What yeah. topic are we on? We're, we're we're only what did we think of the adventure topic? Uh, Lindsay the adventure says it was Lindsay, Lindsay didn't like the adventure. Just, Lindsay didn't like it very much. She said it was very generic. It was. But then we're saying it's probably because it's a first-level kind of intro adventure. You didn't say I had to temper my opinion to that. Hmm? You didn't say I had to temper my opinion based on the fact that it was a new thing and a blah, blah, blah. It's true. You asked me my opinion and I gave it. Lindsay was not keen on the adventure. I just said it was boring and generic. I didn't say... Because it is. It's pretty generic. Well, they did kill a dragon. I killed a dragon in I've killed a dragon in at least one of the game. It's true, you did. And a kraken and a few other things. Well, now, counting an image, killing an image of a dragon doesn't really count, though. Oh, Nick brought that in. <laughs> he went there. She's ignoring him. He went there. Yeah. Lockhart, what did you think? So, who was it that included Nick on these emails again? <laughs> <laughs> Lockhart. Um, so, I mean, I think it, it does try to be a sandbox, but it really gives no credit at all to things like the GM or the players. So, like, so, so many times it was force-feeding us things that we already assumed. It's true. There was a lot... Of, well, I guess the extra aids have to be there because of people who are new to the game. I mean, is it true? I guess. I mean, it's got it's got to lead you a little. It can't assume you're going to figure everything out. Partly because you got to remember, you've got like a new GM and a new set of players. They're going to be learning the system more than learning the game. I I, I still think it doesn't give them enough credit. Maybe, especially a, a GM. I mean, I, there could be side. Oh, you mean there's not things. There's, and... Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, I, I added extra stuff myself and changed some encounters around. I mean, especially the stuff with the doppelgangers, with which there were two separate doppelgangers. Nice. Two separate doppelgangers. Weirdly, there was two in the adventure. Something that's so rare, you rarely see them at all. And there was two in this intro adventure. Um, the thing about them is, essentially, they're just combat encounters. They, you turn up, they're like drow, and you fight them. And that seemed to make no sense whatsoever, so I didn't make them do that. It's 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 just I don't know the the dungeon designs were yes the goblin the goblin cave was all right agreed because, it was okay it, it had an in and an out although it did have kind of yeah it, it had like the two parties of goblin and hobgoblin guy and you got to one first and you could negotiate and go kill the other dude for him and all of that business that wasn't a bad one that had a decent design to it I feel but yeah the the others were just kind of really fairly poorly designed. Well, this, really, one you we walk, this, this one you walked straight ahead three rooms and you were at the final boss missing the entirety of the rest of the dungeon. Yeah. I was like, this one in Kramer, we just by, by no yeah. intentional means, we just kind of wrecked. And then I guess there was the, the village that you were in which was a bit of a grind through tiny low-level monsters that didn't matter, with a dragon mixed in. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's always time for dragons. Because, I mean, it's like I, I, I compared this to a, a sandbox like, say, Kingmaker, which this is almost clearly trying to imitate in many ways. I don't know. I think this is just trying to be an adventure with some dungeons in it. I don't think well, it's trying to... I don't think necessarily this is a sandbox, necessarily. It's just kind of a way to lead you from adventure to adventure with some overland stuff to see, to let you know what it looks like. I don't think it's trying to be Kingmaker where you're going to change the world or pick... I, well, no, 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 no. Not the themes of it, Hal, but the play style of Kingmaker. The play style of Kingmaker, you had a hex map, mm-hmm. uh, a hex map, and there were well, that's just the overland map for this, where the dungeons, I didn't have to use that. You could have been like, oh, it's 20 we, miles to the northeast. We, we use it a lot. And again, if we really wanted to, nothing would have stopped us from exploring things. And it's, <laughs> it's like how we found we found things like the Necromancer by random by traveling that way and stuff. Uh, no, because he was right by the tower. Uh, yeah. Or Alwell or whatever it is. That's right. Uh, we were kind of well, heading in that direction. Also, but... But I mean, the whole idea, I don't think it's necessarily looking to be a, a complete sandbox like Kingmaker. I think it's looking to be what, a, what like an AD&D adventure was, essentially. There's a comparison. To walk around within the structure of the story. There, there's well, a comparison and there's the options. Clearly, they, they were going for a little bit of that. I mean, well, I'm not... that's, that's, how, that's how more kind of pre-third edition D&D was. Yeah. You could essentially do whatever you liked. And I think they're trying to get that feeling back again. If you they wanted did a to go, poor job at it is what I'm saying. They well, maybe, but I mean, if if you'd wanted to go fuck these dwarves and walk off in an entirely different direction, you were allowed to do that. I think that's well, what I they were trying. That. To... Well, I think one of the things too is since it is the since it is the like intro campaign, you know, you don't want to give someone something overly complex while they're working with a new system. They've never they've they've never really used before. I guess they've also got to hit all of the boxes as well. They've got to let you test most of the system out within yeah. the adventure. The thing is, though, you can be story and interesting complex without being mechanically complex. True. Yeah. It could have been a starter adventure that was a lot smaller, shorter. <laughs> well, to test, if you want it to be testing to, out all of the things. To be honest, most people went through this in a few adventures. You guys took ages in this. Yeah. And maybe, I think partly, maybe it was our bad GM. Well, no, I think partly what it is is I think it actually playing it online slowed us down. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I think more so just just um, scheduling and shorter sessions and, and just having. Yeah, we do play short sessions as well, I guess. I I, I think yeah, it's. But I didn't mind the, it. I didn't the, mind the, it. The more you the more you break it up, the more you add extra table talk each time and remembering yeah. each thing, so... Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it as an adventure. Compared to other intro adventures that, that we've had in role-playing in general, you can't really think, what a great intro adventure that was. Most yeah. of them are very kind of bland and generic and vanilla, kind of like this, which is trying to hit all of the bases and allow everyone a turn and show you all of the rules while still trying to remain kind of it's to the theme. better. That's every intro adventure, though. In every game, it could still have been better. Just because the bar is low doesn't mean it's acceptable. It's true, but it's not terrible. To be honest, the things like Horde of the Dragon Queen and the one with the elementals is actually not terrible. Exactly. There's options. I mean, the other the other adventures they've published so far are actually pretty good. I don't know because I haven't been reading the adventures. Ah. <laughs> Look at that. Okay, fifth edition. What did we think? I know Lockhart hates it. I don't hate it. I know Lockhart thinks it's inferior to Pathfinder. I 
I just wish it was more like fourth edition. Oh, Nick, you, oh. Nick, you and me both. <laughs> there is. I when I play D and D, I want to play a card game. God damn it. With a little bit of a board game on the side. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, I don't hate the system. I think it's nice. It reminds me very much of AD&D stuff. It reminds me of playing Night Below for years and just running it for like a year and a half. And it's the same kind of system. I could see it working well for something like that. No, now, it's definitely easier to do less crunchy. It is a lot less crunchy than Pathfinder, and I think that's the point. They're trying to kind of balance it between the crunch and the fluff. It's not necessarily less crunchy, just the areas of crunch are smaller. Here's the thing, though. It's not like they eliminate skills. Skills are there, there's just less of them, and you have less options opt- to, to opt to... Yes, but I mean, right. in general, there's less, there's less munchkinning, because you have less options to do it. Oh. You have less to manage. Um, really? It it just means your builds are simpler. Yes. Yeah. There's the there's the one good option if you're going for that. Well, well, your decisions people have to make, especially on the fly, because you don't yeah. have a thousand well, power. And we we did kind of get uh get screwed out of the entire five E experience. Did. You did. You didn't get to play all of the character classes because we started with the starter rules. Yeah. It's true. It's so you are missing some of the more unusual classes and some of the more flexible things. And like Thing had to be a cleric of life because that was the only option in starters. Yeah. Whereas we all would have rather had him be like a necromancer. True. <laughs> like Heather had to be an evoker because that was the only option, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll just have to play again. <laughs> I mean, again, overall, I mean, I, I like it for what it is. Just myself, I do prefer having the more options and more influence on your character and stuff. Well, I, 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 I think that it's it's definitely the it's D and D back to where it should be. I I think that um, a lot of times what it will end up happening is people will get so. Uh, so engulfed in what their like their different abilities and their different scores and everything that they kind of stop role playing the character and stop trying to like and it becomes have, an, it becomes a numbers game comparing yeah. your numbers against my numbers. I understand. Yeah. And it can do that, and I've seen games like Pathfinder and Third Edition and Fourth Edition become that. Yeah, any game can become that. But it's harder here because your numbers really don't make that much difference. Oh, well, or they make more difference. Mm. Just because it's a low number system, that means the bonuses sure. mean all the more. I mean, your stats and stuff, they, they do make a big difference, I guess, once you get your stats up pretty high. Because, I mean, doing things like giving Gauntlets of Ogre Power to a mage can be a particularly devastating thing and make them very good in combat. I mean, it's, it's like, the thing is, when enemy, hit, when enemy ACs are like 13 to 15 range, getting yeah. a plus 2 on your attacks is a big deal. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I don't hate it. To be quite honest... It reminds me of why I started role-playing in the first place. It is very much more the style of gaming I used to play back at the beginning when I was playing things like Warhammer and AD&D and Brawlmaster and stuff like that, where it's much more freeform and a lot of the power lies with the GM. 
rather than lying with the players to have the right abilities, the right build, and all of that kind of business. It's not about build. I think a lot of the stuff that kind of drove 3rd edition and 4th edition and Pathfinder came from, like, computer gaming. The idea of kind of adding Mm. abilities and following paths and trees. All of that kind of stuff, I think, came from computer gaming and kind of mechanically that way. No, I I would disagree. I don't think they were fully developed when three point five or three when third edition was being designed. Well, maybe not, but I mean, it, and, it, it and really came to fruition in four, didn't it? Third edition really is just a logical extension of where second edition was with a lot of the optional rule systems added with it. Kinda. It, well, dropped, it dropped basically the entire core system and changed it. So. But it was a logical progression. Maybe. It was. It wasn't like third to fourth. Well, third to fourth was really moving it towards computer gaming, yes. unfortunately. Well, and the I think also the more you get away from from doing like relying heavily on numbers and stats and everything is, you can also get into the fun part of like presenting your case to the DM when or, the DM's like, I don't know, and you're like, wait, 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 here's why he can do that. And for me, that's always kind of been a fun part. Is you know, you I agree with that in the sense that I think role playing is partly negotiation, and if you have skills for everything, it does take that away a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess I understand that. Just in my mind, fifth edition still isn't that game. What do you mean? It's it's not back to something like. I mean, you're not going back to kind of first edition where basically everything was arbitrarily on the GM. And you rolled, and if you failed, you died. We're not going that far back, because that really wasn't fun if you think about it. It I disagree. It was really harsh, is what that was. I had a lot of fun playing first edition in the weirdest fucking ways. Well, alright, it's true, it was. are you guys calling first edition? Like, first, first edition. Are you talking, like, uh... White box, red box? Keep on the borderlands? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay. Just like my my DM coming up with the weirdest shit, like it was insane. I have, you know, three hundred pairs of farmer pants that I are cursed and I can't get rid of them. <laughs> All right, I gotta I gotta deal with this now. I've got to put down the farm pants. He, no, you couldn't get rid of. I had to buy a mule to carry around. Just pairs of farmer pants because my DM was being a dick. And it, but at the same time, like that shit you remember, you know, you don't remember like that book you fucking did, you know, five years ago because you did some storybook adventure. But I remember my DM making me fight knife wielding monkey. Like I remember that shit. <laughs> it's. I mean, most of my gaming stories come from things that are pre third edition. Uh, it, it, in my mind, there's when it when it comes to these heavy system games, mm. there's essentially two aspects. You do have the role playing aspect, and you have the game aspect, and they can intermingle on each other and depend on each other in different ways. But ultimately, you have the two separate things. And in my mind, between this and say something like Pathfinder or even something like GURPS, mm-hmm. they're still on the same level. Mm-hmm. Anything you can do story-wise, you can still do that. While some of them may put a heavier mechanic on them, even in this, your actions are still tied to the mechanics. Mm-hmm. And, and 
there are the more story type games again like Fate and stuff which rely more heavily on that where there is less of a thing. Where my opinion on this kind of falls is on the game like again on the, on the role playing aspect. I, I this there's nothing too wrong here. In fact, there's a, quite a few things I like about here that I would like integrating almost in a Pathfinder game. Mm. Like elimination necessarily of alignment and just having the personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws system to develop a character instead. Yeah, I actually um, didn't mind character creation for this. I thought it was reasonably good. Mm-hmm. But as far as the game things, it this is not complex enough. It kind of bores me when it gets down to combats. Enemies, once you've learned their thing, they don't do much else. True. They a lot of. I mean, later on, some of the enemies have a lot more. When you get into things like lair powers and like epic business and all of that kind of stuff, it becomes it becomes more interesting to fight stuff. But it you're right. Become... A room full of skeletons is always just going to be a room full of skeletons. But that's well, true of any system. It's, it's it's not even that though. It's like I mean, in this edition, enemies have their few little things. Mm-hmm. They, even the lair powers. Once you know what yeah. those lair powers are, that there's nothing coming out of there. Whereas, and this was, in my opinion, the same problem with fourth. And enemies were a thing, and that's it. The three point five system, by having it all based on class levels, you see an orc. Is he a wizard orc? Is he a, a rogue orc? Is he a fighter orc? There can be a lot of different options there. That well, makes th- throughout the this adventure, there's worlds. been uh, there's been creatures who have deviated from the norm. There have been bugbears with extra hit points and people with this ability rather than that one. But it's, it's again, again, the overall creature, though, is, is that ability it's, or hit points. That's not variety or, or an interesting game mechanic. Yeah, I mean, if you think about Pathfinder, most of the creatures you meet are generic straight from the bestiary. They're but not going to be like... have a lot of abilities. Depending on their CR and level, of course. I mean, these but... guys do. They can do anything they want. It's just not statted in. Uh, they usually still have some very basic attacks and one special ability or so. Yeah. Well, and that leads to a lot of things being overridden where it says in the book that people will do this and people sign. No, that's stupid. The guy would never do that, even though the adventure writer put it in the thing, and they'll change the tactics on the monster as but then do a adventure. You mean like the doppelgangers? Well, I mean, that's like... Are... Yeah. I don't know. I think that's it's a good example of somewhere that's getting closer to storytelling from the crunch end of gaming, and I agree with that. It is still a mechanically driven game, but it does feel to me a lot more like it was before, which I think is why a lot of people are starting to like it again. Yeah, a nostalgia effect. I mean, see, again, you have yeah. that. That that's an inherent thing. People look favorably on the past. They that you ignore the negative things because that's not worth keeping. I, I'm someone who's never played second edition and stuff. So we should change that, Lockhart. You lucky thing. <laughs> second edition is actually pretty good. My f- particular favorite is Darkson, and it is awesomely great. There's nothing wrong with it at all. But I mean, there, there, there's things where when you separate the story from the mechanics, what's what are you actually enjoying out of it? True. I mean. I mean, here the story wasn't strong. I don't necessarily think this was a good example for a game like this, which is trying to kind of accentuate the GM's ability to actually interact with the system. But if the story was better, 
I think this would be a nicer system to run in than Pathfinder because it allows more flexibility. Clearly, it's never going to be as good as Rollmaster because nothing ever can be. But, I mean, think about it. Rollmaster is the ultimate crunch game. Crunchier than Pathfinder by far. And yet you can still get past that to a fantastic story. But I find the, I find the minutia of Pathfinder restricts the storytelling a weenie bit. I don't necessarily think that. Can I, can I interrupt and say yeah. that as I have nothing more productive to <laughs> add to this conversation, I need to go and do some stuff. So. What's, your, what's your favorite system, Linz? Hats. The hat system. Is, does, is, is, that, is that something where is it character based or is it more storytelling? Oh, it's definitely more storytelling. There's lots of making shit up. Mm. <laughs> and the roles are kind of fluid. Uh, are you heading away? Yes. Say goodbye you're, to you're, a Lindsay, role, you're, you're making me consider homebrewing a, a system about hats. Do it. Do it and I'll run it. Oh! And depending on what hat you play, you play the character the or the GM or not. Could it be a return to the king in yellow? Nope. Oh, that was a good adventure. That one adventure, the most viewed thing on the site. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, Lindsay. Bye. I don't know. But... I mean, we're never going to... I think, to be honest, where we started colors how we view role-playing in general. I started with games like this. You started later with things like Pathfinder. So it's all but the game still, you start on and the kind of time you start is always going to color how you're going to roleplay because that's how we did it for the longest. I, I mean, at the same time, though, I'm pretty open because ultimately... Are you saying I'm locked into my old ways? Well, I'm saying I'm not necessarily. I've, I've played, played, I've played I've a lot played. of Pathfinder as well. I ran it as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, ultimately, not I'm not well. sure I, Pathfinder is my go-to, but I've quite enjoyed things like Inspectors and some mm -hmm. of those indie ones a lot. I play a bunch of... I mean, come on. I run my life with Master. I like indie gaming. I like story-based gaming, but I feel it has its place. The long campaign games, you need something with structure. Mm. A little bit of structure. That's assuming long campaign is better yeah, yeah, than short one-shots. You know what I mean? I mean, you could be the you could be like Watson Hall. They literally run like the max longest game I've ever seen. Run is like ten sessions, mm -hmm. and that's that's how they play, and that's what they like, and they switch systems a lot. But you know, if you're I, looking at campaign play, you need some. My, my my point, Hal, was the where you start colors your role playing. Experience. I think it does. I really think it does, because it's always going to be your introduction. It's always going to be why you stayed with it. If you had a shitty experience and you hated it, you're not going to play anymore. I mean, I always remember, like, Classic Traveler, where, I mean, it was early enough game, there wasn't really a, a task system, there wasn't any way to level your character, a lot of that stuff, but I never noticed, and I played ongoing characters and games in there for far longer than I should admit to, probably. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I played Vampire for years, and the system really is quite light once you've generated your character. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess my thing is, in my opinion, while 5th edition is easy to run and play, it's it's not gamey satisfying for me. And in my mind, any story that you can tell with it, you can tell just as good and with a more interesting gameplay element with Pathfinder. Hmm. Again, it, it, I'm not saying it'll, it'll be easier, be more work. Um, That's the thing as so well. I think if I'm Pathfinder, not, Pathfinder is very much more prep. Like you said, is that an orc or is that a wizard orc that the GM had two hours to spec out. 
Well, I find there's some people that get put off by the complexity of, of things like Pathfinder because there are so many decisions to make. There's, I mean, to be honest, it's grown a lot as well. It's had a lot of time to add books. I mean, I have an entire shelf of it, and, you know, it's getting as bad as Rollmaster did with all the optional rules, but... I mean, we're getting to a point now where they're breaking their own system, 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 system apart in, in books to try and kind of put it in different ways. So what I'm expecting. What? I was I was going to ask. Did that happen to anyone else? What? What? Yeah. What happened? What? System, 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 he system. Went, <laughs> he kind of went static on my end. I was going to say he went kind of max headroom for a second. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Except with worse hair. But anyway, Heather's here. Hello, Heather. We're, Hi. We're discussing opinions first on the adventure itself, and then on 5th edition. Okay. So what did I you think, think of the adventure? The, well, it didn't really help that I chose a complicated ca class to play with. Fair. Spoken. And, uh, as uh, spazzy and forgetful as my brain is, that probably slowed me down incredibly. Um, overall, uh, I find it a very uh, decent experience for the role-playing <laughs> novice that I am. Now, now, she she is the actual very legitimate noob to experience. I, I am I, a noob. I appreciate that. I think she's trying not to offend. Bring it. You're not going to offend me. It's the adventure you're judging. Well, I, I'm I'm not trying to spare your feelings, Hal. I'm I'm just trying to art, articulate my overall biased opinion of it. <laughs> biased opinion? Was it biased? Well, oh, okay, maybe she, biased she had, is the wrong word, but she she had fun, so it's biased. Oh, yeah. I I feel that the um the whole game would have gone a lot better if our Dungeon Master wasn't such a stupid twat. I'm tired I of snoring. Next, next time you could do, you can run, Nick. You know I'm just playing Hal. I think you're a fantastic DM. Uh, I suggest a game of paranoia that Nick runs and we all play. Oh God. <laughs> let's let's not have the incredibly paranoid guy play a game called Paranoia. <laughs> yes, that's Grand Theft Auto waiting to happen right there. Friend computer just wants what's best for you. Happiness is mandatory, people. My purpose, I've, all, I've got all these fun things I did in Paranoia that I can't pull off with another character ever again. Cause... No, because you never can. Because Paranoia is unto itself. And remember, well, there's always a smiling god watching over you. Right. No! Night Vale, the role playing game, yes. <laughs> it's true. It's the ultimate game. Yeah, there are, I'm there, bringing there, Desert Bluffs into this. There really are no rules. It's an amazing game. Anyway, but it isn't the, it isn't the campaign game, shall we Dog say. Park Adventures. Hmm. What system would you use for Night Vale? <laughs> Lovecraft? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe you could do it. Heather, what did you think of the system? Do you have any points of comparison? Uh, yes, played Pathfinder in 3.5. Okay. Uh, let's see. What limited experience I had through um, Crimson Throne compared to this. Crimson Throne, okay, good. Um, well, one, I had two completely different 
fields. Uh, I was a rogue in I, I was a rogue in one, and I was a wizard in the other. Now, uh, did you have I, a wizard? Did you have a wizard in Crimson Throne in the party? I uh, yes, she well she, she was a witch technically, but yeah. she you was the magic user. You can kind of compare to that and compare yourself to like Guybrush and. I, I think she's comparing her own personal experience. Like, yeah, yes, also your personal experience. I mean, system-wise. Yeah. What were things you found different rules or different learning curves or? Um. Me in general, too much. <laughs> me in general, it's it's hard for me to learn new things anyway. So. Uh, Mostly, I blame my ADD for for any um, learning curves, as as we put it. Um, system wise, uh, well, uh, actually, I I think I played a D and D session like before I I got with Lockhart. So Lockhart, she kind of, she's cheating on you. No. <laughs> Granted, I was I was a psionic in that one. So oh, was it Daxon? Um, actually, you I can't remember now. Too. Did you play fourth with your friends too? No. I think I think I did. I think it was the fourth. Dark. Fourth had um, psionics with Darkson briefly. I think. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I would say the systems were similar-ish. Fair. So, uh, so ba basically to you, there's not much of a difference at all between this and, and Pathfinder for someone stepping into it new? Not not a no noticeable difference, no. What level did you get to in Crimson Throne and Pathfinder? Well, uh, Crimson Throne, we got to what, level 3? Did you get to level 3? Or was it two? I think you got to two, maybe. It, it was pretty. Yeah, it, it was two. Um, uh, one of my friends lost interest in in the game, so we kind of just stopped. Um, There's a little bit of a bias when the other two players are <laughs> twins and one of them loses interest. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But um, from what I remember being a psionic compared to being a wizard... Uh, it won't be long. Sorry. Sorry. It, it, it wasn't that big of a leap for me. Good. I mean, you got to remember Pathfinder is based on a system like this, as in Pathfinder span off of this. I'm, I mean, I think it kind of gets to the point that, again, to the new person... This is still crunch enough that there's not a lot of difference. There are some things. I mean, at low levels, I think it's very comparative. But once you get to higher levels, I think Pathfinder definitely outstrips it with the crunch. Once you start looking in five books for your abilities and feats, and you're playing well, something that, obscure, that's, that's, and, with, that's with resources. True, but system. I mean, but it's also almost necessary to play Pathfinder properly these days. Yes. I mean, nice. if you think. Of, Come on, whoever played who, who plays a core-only fighter anymore? That just because people choose to use options doesn't mean it can't be done just as well core. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, you're saying you like the ability to customize your character. You're not going to deny yourself the ability to have all of the extra books. 
but that doesn't make it mandatory. No. A lot of genes will not allow certain books sometimes, too, or characters. You say, no, you can't be that. You're, you're, you're far from your mic. Yes, he is. Yeah, there we go. But it's, it's not a flaw if it's not mandatory. You know what I mean, though. It's not like the power level has jumped up from the enemy side. Things that, things that were just as valid when Core came out are still valid. People have more options and use them, but it's not players versus players. That just means people can build the character they want to build mm. with as much effort as they want to or not. <laughs> as much effort as they want. But I mean, if I built a Core fighter and you built a non-Core fighter, you would kick my ass. But that's not how the game is played. Oh, I well, it, is, it is if you turn like, into arena no, together. If you actually look at the adventure paths they're releasing, you basically have to use all the splat books. Not as a player. It's almost, come on, it's almost a requirement. No. Really? Really? We should try and play something just core and see if it works. Well, I mean, they keep coming out with these things like, oh, now you're going to fight demons, you need to have all the, here's the demon, demon the fighting. You know. Demon wang feet. In fairness, yeah. they are a company. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not denying the fact that, that it's like that. You're saying the reason you like it is because of all of that. Whereas this yes. is stripping I, well, down. I, I, I like the options, but the options does, does still don't restrict the fact that you can be core and still be fine if you don't want that complexity. You don't have to do more research than you want to. No, Whereas you can always this, have a suboptimal this, character. In, in this game, there is no upper floor. In Pathfinder, you can go the breadth of core to all the splats. I mean, I was finding even in 3x, I was having a lot of people in the group I I was playing with at the time that were getting annoyed because I actually paid a lot more attention to reading the books. So my I knew the feet trees and where I was building my character and options. So my character became way more powerful than some of theirs because they weren't planning ahead and reading it and some of them didn't have an interest in that and some that, of them That is true, if you get a disparate group where people don't give a toss I mean when we played World's Largest Dungeon it kind of forced you to organically grow your character and that was odd for people like Steve who really liked to plan their character in advance mm -hmm. I mean he, he was planning the things he would buy at what levels in order to optimize his character but you couldn't do it in World's Largest Dungeon, which kind of jarred him a little bit. He could plan his character development, but he couldn't plan his item optimization. See, but, I mean, that, I'm much more... I was never in a place where items were freely available in most of my in most of the games I was playing. I, I was going to say, in fairness, most long-running campaigns should be like that, as far as items go. More organic than planned. No, I agree with that, but I think, to be honest, Pathfinder encourages you to... Pick, figure out which magical items will optimize you the most and purchase those at the levels they'll get the best benefit. Ooh, I hesitate to ask where the proof is that they encourage it. <laughs> well, it's not encouraged, but I think it, it, the players who like the optimization of their character are going to do that naturally. But I mean, that's also... Yeah, but that's not different than... Sorry, sorry, thing, but that's not different than edition either, really. Well, it's a lot of what they built into... 3x and Pathfinder in that they wanted to be able to say a 12th level character will be this powerful, you'll have this much of assets of magic and everything else so that you know somebody can gen up a 
draw fumble character, but yeah. I think we are getting off topic talking. Yeah, so we much. totally are. We're totally fine. This isn't the Pathfinder fifth edition. It's just, it, in my personal opinion, mm. I have that preference because I think Pathfinder has a more gamey element, and I've always been that person. It's why I can never find people to play these complex Euro board games with me. See, I like complex Euro board games, but I also like the storytelling aspect of something like this. It's it, it's like I, I, I like to play Puerto Rico and Carson City, but most people are satisfied with Waterdeep. But, again, no, hey. nothing, nothing bad about it. I don't think it's, it's bad. Solid. I don't think comparing it to it's Pathfinder is necessarily solid. going to be a reliable comparison. And, I mean, at the same thing, I would use this for short one-shot short campaigns, um, especially on-the-fly improv stuff. It, it is good at that with a simplicity if you can page through and put things together. But for custom or more complex or interesting stuff, that's where I want more options. Yeah, I definitely think for like a pickup game or at a con or a uh, game shop where people may or may not be familiar with the system, this is going to be a lot easier to throw people into something quick. Because there is a lot less, especially if well, you're car- playing with the core. Character gen is quick enough. Character gen is quick enough. The options aren't too, too uh, much to choose from, and really the power curve is not that steep going into higher levels. So you don't, you can't like make too many poor choices and and have your character gimped from the, you know, from level four on. Right. Because you didn't choose the right thing. I mean. No, I don't think we're comparing apples to apples anymore. I think if we were comparing 3.5 to Pathfinder, that's fine, but comparing this is like comparing AD&D to Pathfinder. It's not the same system. It doesn't have the same aims. I think the ability to tell stories in this system is easier. I think it gives a lot of power back to the DM that have gone in things like Pathfinder and 3.5. I think it's all on the player now rather than on the story coming from the DM, and I think it's a good thing that it's come back circle to give some of the ability to kind of ad-lib and kind of make shit up and make situations just on the fly that Pathfinder really doesn't allow you to do that well. I don't know. There's always been the caveat in the DM's guide in D&D and in um, stuff that it's like, here's all the yeah, rules, I mean, but... That's no, that's no, on its own though. merit here. Stop trying to bring the other ones into it, it, it cause, it, again, you're, you're saying these things where those are play styles, but they're not actually gone from the game. There's nothing... Well, that's, I agree with you. I, that's fair, but I think it's about what the system encourages. Well, it's only a bullshit I caveat if your character fight, your players so. fight you on They're it. talking over each other. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm it's a bullshit caveat if your players walk won't put up with you making a decision and fight you on it. And, and then, you've probably got, then you've probably got the wrong system and you need the rules to back you up. Or you've got the wrong set of players because your, your table's fighting at different odds. I mean, And you need to kill them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rocks fall, everybody dies. You know. Boom. Like I, like, I don't see anything here that encourages it necessarily than more than other systems. Encourages what? That, that, that whole idea of GM empowerment that you're talking about. I don't know. I think it just there's less rules to be able to follow, so sometimes the DM has to make a decision that has to be obeyed by the players. But then again, that's no different. Really? In fact, if, if anything, that's more valid than the other ones where there are so many rules, and sometimes you just need to make a call instead of having to look everything up. Yes, but the rules exist, so there's always going to be someone who knows the actual rule. Right, but then you get, like, Lockhart who says he doesn't like the way sleep works in The Witch if Lindsay's going to run a witch. 
sleep's going to work. Yeah, but that's just, that's just that's just house ruling. That's the same in any game. You can house rule in every system. Right. So and, and you're not you bound by it. in every system too. Yeah. But why would you choose a very rules-heavy system if you wanted to play a story-style game? You wouldn't. Well, then everybody would just play indie exactly. games and. Yeah, th- this is still very system-heavy when you get down. It is, but I mean, it's much lighter than I think Pathfinder is. I think it's much lighter than 3.5. Again, you're, you're bringing know, the comparisons it's hard, back in. It's hard to it's not, not compare it. But, All but right. again, how you have to you have to think of it from the outsider aspect, where, Heather, if you were to compare this to Pathfinder to Inspectors, which is the story-light, which is the story-heavy system... I'd say inspectors were. Okay, this conversation is just going in circles, so I'm going to peace out. Hi, Nick. Nick's guest, whoever you may be. They can't hear you. Say say hello for us, Nick. Okay. Bye, Nick. You should bring them on camera so we can say hello. Nope. Really? Are you embarrassed of your guest, Nick? Oh, he's gone. He's embarrassed of us. My gosh, I wonder who he was. Or she. No, I'm pretty certain it was a he. I, I will agree, it is easier, and that can certainly help. Um, but, again, in my mind, that sacrifices the game aspect, which I enjoy and look forward to, for the story, which you can still do, but takes more work. I think, I think it's a good intro system. I think it's gone back to where it used to be, which was kind of the, the kind of intro system for a lot of people. I think it's an easy system to introduce to players. Uh, I, I, again, though, I, I'll bring Heather, my, my trump card. It's The trump card. It's, it's not any easier to yeah, introduce. But, yeah, but I mean, you've got to remember, you've had huge amounts of experience with Pathfinder, so leading a player through it's very easy. Well, but I'm, I'm going to say that it's, it's easy for us to learn because we're experienced with, like... Four earlier editions of it. We're we're bad examples of this if it's easy to learn. No, no, I think it's not. It's not a complex system. Same system. It is when you get down to it, though. All the combat actions, all the skills, and what they do, all the spells, the different classes. I guess. I mean, it's as complicated as it needs to be, right? It's not like how many pages of that rule book there are, and how many chapters people actually read to be able to understand. Like. There's a lot. There is a lot. You're right. There is a lot of rules. I don't know. It just feels lighter to me. I don't know. I I mean, again, compared to us, for like your one of your systems is Rollmaster, right? It it feels lighter to me than Rollmaster. But to an outsider, it is not. It is not a rules light system. Okay, Heather, we're gonna do a Rollmaster character. We're gonna we we're gonna do weekend. level we're gonna do level one. Do you have do you have a bunch of snacks right there? It's gonna take you about a day. I got popcorn. It's probably not enough. You need to go shopping right now. <laughs> so we'll we'll keep it simple. We'll only go with uh, we'll go with a non-magical character. So first we have to do the zero level, which is where you started out as an adolescent before we get to the first level, which is actually where you are now. Well, and every person has to do their character individually. Only one person can afford the books. Exactly. Well, yes, exactly. There's that, too. And we're going to be playing second edition, because that's my personal favorite, because after that it gets a little bit, you know. But we're only using some of the optional rules, not all of them. And uh, we're probably going to use just probably the races out of Shadow World, if that's okay with you. Well, if you just want to, I mean, I, I can go to the three little black books on Traveler, and I've I've spent all day doing characters because you know people die halfway through. Or... Oh, poor thing. Look, 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 look in the top top left corner. 
top left corner. Of of what? Of the map. Oh, the dungeon. Or are you out of roll twenty? Top oh, what what is that? Zoom in. Rip droop the bard. You will be. Who did that? Me. Hey. <laughs> bard. Oh, I thought it was Nick. I thought it was Nick. He gave a toss about himself, but was it not Nick? No. no. I'm going to say oh, that's somebody with a Wacom tablet right there. He wasn't. <laughs> they hit him directly. Yeah, right. He was definitely not missed. He was. He was most certainly hit very squarely. Shall, shall we just say that the system is passable and reasonable, and we should probably yes. get, oh, yes. get a reasonable idea of whether it's good or not? Because the starter adventure never really gives it its its real juice. I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy. I mean, the only other thing is having a chance to run. I, I, again, it's it's a good system for what it does. Mm. I'm just saying it's not my favorite. Oh. I would, I would well, definitely... um, I, I have I have other priorities for my systems. <laughs> Nice no, prude. It's just <laughs> should should we also say it's nice to have it back? Mm. What D and D? Yes, it's nice to have it back. It's no longer fourth edition and the travesty and nightmare that was there. <laughs> it's nice to have D and D back. You mean next every system? Fourth edition. It's it's not fourth edition. That's that's the point. I can, I can agree to that. Yes. I should also mention that this is my first complete adventure. Oh, congratulations. With a group. Though I did have to dart off in the middle of a battle, granted. It's all right. There were only a bunch of skeletons. You'd basically done everything else. So uh, that that's it. Roll credits. Hooray, you win. <laughs> basically, the idea from this point forward is you're probably going to find someone to manage the mine and take some of the money from it. If you choose to settle in town, that is your choice. If not, you can go forth. An adventure some more. I, I think uh-huh. there was some conversation that after all the near-death experiences, Roderick and Halei settle in town for a bit. Oh, near-death oh. experiences. You can make that manor house. You'll probably get enough money from this mine to do that. Mm. That is true. Yeah. We, we could have a nice beach house. A nice beach house. Except for, the, except for you're nowhere near the sea. Well, you kind of, I guess you're on the sword coast. I guess you kind of are near the sea. Just Only a couple days' journey from... Yeah, yeah. If by the coast you mean like 200 miles inland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd really be interested in seeing how higher level play goes out in this. I would be interested to see that too, actually to develop a character all the way up and actually play through it to see whether the characters develop enough. It feels like with the way the spell progression goes and at least the magic items I've seen all seem fairly slotted for for very low-level bumps to your character. Oh, you mean if high levels you don't get anything? Well, yeah, I mean, there's not like a progression of at least so far in the books, like the plus one through five swords, that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, you've got basic equipment, kind of low-level magic equipment, and same with the um, characters. There's not a lot of accumulation of power as you go up. The spells don't get you know incredibly devastating into the wish level and stuff, uh, it seems like. I, I, would, I would disagree. They get pretty powerful pretty fast. Yeah, I don't mind how they've done the magic system. It's nice that the spells progress in my eyes. I think it's nice that a wizard can have a spell at level 1 and still be useful at level 10. I do like I that they did. That's an interesting mechanic. The problem is I, I think uh, the spell balance doesn't help for it. 
there's there's very few situations where that low level spell bumped up is as good as a spell yeah, at that level. Yeah. Well, I guess that's fair. Unless it's it's, a... it's it's more so for those utility things to affect additional people or things like that. Hmm. Where where that comes into play. Right. When you have a buff but you want to cast on multiple people, you have to bump up the spell level. Yeah. In many ways, it's a very psionic aspect to it. Yes, I don't think it's terrible. I think it's nice that they can keep spells, and still, they still are useful. They're not just kind of throwaways that you work your way down to. But the, the problem is, it's like literally, like third level, the default is what ten d six for a fireball. Yeah. And and how like how do you compare <laughs> that to bumping a magic missile up to third level? Yeah, it's gonna get you what five missiles. Yeah. Yeah. Or or for that matter. Bumping up shatter to second level to get D8. Like, how do you compare that to 10D6? It's they well, get... that's also where wizards' powers always went off the charts. As you get these huge area effect spells and stuff. That yeah, I mean that's where that's where that's where sucking up the fact that you can have like a dagger and a dart and four hit points actually came into their own, right? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. I think we can settle on it's. I, I, good. I don't hate it. I think it's actually a pretty good system. Well, and I, Again, I don't hate it either, but in my mind, the storytelling aspect is done better by the storytelling games. And the game mechanical aspect is done better with other systems. It's, it's that middle ground that isn't appealing to me as a, an experienced player in GM. I think the idea of it, though, being the middle ground is actually where it needs to be. I think it needs to be part storytelling game and part system game, because that's what it's always been. I think some of that's what is, you make of it, though. Too. If it if it reaches and does both, because if it can't, I don't think it's ever. I don't think it's ever going to be a storytelling game. It's never going to be something like like, like, like we, we, we said. It's, it's a heavy mechanics game. We come down to it. It's always going to be a mechanical game, but I think it, it's back to where it needs to be, which is the ability if you want to to kind of ignore most of the rules and just kind of play play along. Do you think that, oh, Hal, you're ending on a statement of ignore most of the rules? <laughs> oh, I mean, it doesn't have... I guess there are rules, but you know what I mean. I mean, I think it's, it's giving the power back to the GM, which is kind of nice. The GM's always had the power, because, you know... Don't you go there. Oh, look at the rule that says the GM's always right that everybody ignores... Well, again, I, I don't only if get the GM this. ignores it too. I mean, right? I, I don't, I don't get this, this, this <laughs> statement you've made a couple times. But it's, I, it's off, it's off topic at this point. I mean, I've had very story-driven D and D games, and I'm just needling luck out of this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, for that matter, let's get to the point. Should the GM have the power anyway? <laughs> yes, absolutely, he should. Oh, you mean the game trustee? Oh yeah, that's right. The, the facilitator of the experience. Oh, have you guys watched the uh, first episode of the Knights of the Dinner Table live action they did? No, I don't. Maybe. No. We we need to just make a few episodes of me me and Al getting a topic like this and going back and forth. With yeah, but it would just be a cyclic argument with neither of us actually getting anywhere. <laughs> But that's why you've got to get yourself, you're both in the same room where you can have buffer weapons available. To <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I, I like Pathfinder. I think it's a good system. But I think really what it comes down to is where we started. I honestly do. I honestly think, well, I, 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 honestly think I have more affection for this system because it's similar to other systems that I played when I began role-playing. 
you might want to go starting. I'm just going to go personal preferences. Don't you think that if you'd started on a system that wasn't Pathfinder, that was something maybe Warhammer or Rollmaster, you might like this better? No, I think I think I would still like if if they weren't to the level of systematic entertainment. I, Sist- I probably what the hell does that mean? Systematic the, the, entertainment. The game, the the game aspect of it. You mean it's, the rules? It's, it's 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 like comparing checkers to chess. How's both that? Are, both are strategy games. Kind of. But, but checkers is very straightforward. Each piece is the same thing, and there's whereas where chess you have different pieces having different options. Mm-hmm. So you're saying they're, this? They're, you're they're saying both... this is checkers? Maybe yes. But but no, I don't think they're, that's they're, true. I disagree with that. <laughs> I think the limit. I think there's limited options in this, but I don't think it's necessarily straightforward. I think your oh, character is. I think I'm, your character is what I'm you do with it. Making a generalization of here. But I think your character is what you do with it. It's not necessarily the numbers, which I think is where we deviate a, a, a little. Again, how? That's why I separated two things: the game aspect. Oh. But at the end of the game, when you have a bad a battle map and enemies with special abilities and tactics, there's a big game aspect that needs to be good. Yes, absolutely. And in in my mind, no. I I figured out the system very quickly when I did those dodge things as the best move in a in a in a um, choke position. Right. And, 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 I, and I was able to basically ignore most of the hits that were forced to be directed upon me. Well, it's kind of dull for the rest of the group, though. But Who I mean, was, again, was stuck again, behind you? That's that's where the game aspect is weak. I'm sure you could do that in Pathfinder 2 if you chose the right feats. Well, but that... But, the thing is, other characters will be able to do other things. Like? Well, you're, you, you, you said a generic situation there. <laughs> right. But, for example, Bull Rush, Trip, Trample? Oh, you mean combat actions? I mean, if you're stood dancing in the front of the door, they can't do any of that. Well, no, you can get past people in Pathfinder. You get past what, what, this. The problem no, you had is no. One of the things the rules specifically say is that's uh, hard unless you're a halfling. Well, no, you can pass your party members. You can't pass the enemy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the issue. Yeah. The rules don't support that. True. It doesn't have the variety. Well, unless you make a ruling that you can make an acrobatics check or you, you can do house something. Ruling? Yeah, well, you know, house ruling or ruling on the fly, which is what role playing well, is all about. house ruling because the rules say otherwise. Well, yeah, I mean that's where that's, that's where house rules come from. But again, it it doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying that can happen. But again, the rules as they are don't have that variety. I don't know why we're arguing. I think they're both fine systems. Again, they are. But you 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 seem to want to say me having Pathfinder as my favorite over this one has other ulterior motives. No, I don't at all. I just I just honestly think I I really genuinely think that nostalgia has a serious and where you enter role playing gives you a bias as to what kind of systems you prefer. Well, I think it also depends on what your first experiences with those systems are. I agree, because otherwise if you didn't like Pathfinder from the start, you wouldn't still be playing. Like my first experience with 3.5 was very story driven and very few mechanics. Right. But 
I, I like the mechanics and complexity of the system now that I, I'm into it and experienced. <laughs> because he has a mind for it. Right. You're making a statement, but... I'm I mean, I, I can min-max the shit out of a character. I mean, look at the monk that I played in Shattered Star. I'm not if... talking about min-max. I'm just saying the pure options and stuff that exists. It's, it's really min-maxing, isn't it? Really, it's, it's the challenge of optimizing a character. You know it's, it is. It's, it's, it is. It's it is. More you're not. You're, you're not going to choose just random options. You're going to. It's not to max. about the character build. It's about what you can do in combat and having more of those options and such. Really? Yes. So I, it's not. I it's not take... about optimization. It's about the fact that you can do a dirty trick maneuver. It's yes. about ethics and journalism. So right, but I mean, you could do a dirty trick maneuver in this. You just have to. But it, it, it would be up to what the GM calls a dirty trick, and if you if and if the GM well, doesn't want to do it, you can't. Well, the no. rules don't support it, and you're at the whim of the GM, who who may make it purely a bad uh, action. To do. So what you're saying is you dislike the idea that the GM has control of the game. You'd rather rely on the rules as printed. I'm saying the rules as printed <laughs> don't support the variety I want in the game. I don't think that's necessarily true. If you decided you were going to pick up something it and hit someone with it, we would roll <laughs> it. That's all. Well, we ge well, gentlemen, this is a much enough uh, mental <laughs> masturbation for me. Uh, I like that <laughs> mental masturbation. <laughs> Look how those fingers have gone all tentacly. I don't think we're going to win. I like this system. I really do. I like Pathfinder as well. I don't think it's any problem with either system. I think that this feels more nostalgic and old-schooly to me, and Pathfinder feels more kind of cringy and new-schooly and min-maxy and munchkinny and optimizy. Optimizing. <laughs> which, well, which there's nothing wrong. I do like optimizing characters sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I do, if the system requires it, or if I feel the need to do it, or if I'm in the mood, I do like optimizing characters. Oh, that's pretty much what we did for my character. Which one? Uh, Arrow. Arrow. We didn't, we didn't optimize. It's dude, oh. dude did you make that archer and you didn't tell me you didn't optimize? That's a little <laughs> crap from the stem right there. <laughs> well, maybe... Oh, that's, actually, that's a lie. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, let me see. Are you a Qingong monk, or are you just a standard monk? I think standard. Oh, okay, so you didn't optimize as hard as you could. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason not to be a Qingong archetype, because it just gives you more options. So are you saying she but optimized the thing, softly? The thing is, Hal, I mm. recognize that this is Heather playing. <laughs> Who, who, who needs a playable gave, character? We still gave her an enormously complicated character. How is it complicated? Really? You make a full attack action as your best thing to do. And you roll like 96 dice. Rolling more dice doesn't make it more complex. I full attack. I flurry, roll 52 two-hit dice and 52 damage dice. But, but, but Hal, it's not like she has 50 options to choose from each turn. That's true. I guess it's not a caster. It, yeah. It, it's a relatively simple I've never, I've never actually played level. in a game with a Zen Archer. They're supposed to be reasonably good. They're, they're good at what they do. Mm. And I came to uh -huh. a logical conclusion about it, too. What's that? Well, uh... Oh, we're up. giving spoilers now. We should shut this <laughs> off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yes, stop the spoilers. D&D yes, yes. uh, 5 is nice. Everybody likes it. Um, just varying degrees. Huzzah! Thank Critical you for hit to Fandelver. <laughs> Bye, all. Bye. 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 Bye.
Hang on, I need to get my stop button. There it Bye. is. Bye, y'all.